Bonzova 2022 has now begun, and you are still listening to the GameSpot After Dark podcast. I am still your host, Tamar Hussain, and I am still joined by the one and only John Luke Saipke. Howdy do, gamers. Also still Aww. joining us is Ooh. Lucy James. Oh, mixing up the order. Hello. I mixed up the order there, and then making his triumphant return. You know him. You love him. Yeah. You miss him. It is Michael P. The P stands for Pino. Hi, him. Hey. Like I said in the 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 trash recording, sometimes the thumbnail preview is all you need. Like, what are you talking about? What are you talking I, about? I, listen. Man? What are listen. you talking about? I'm just he's an audio back for only one medium. minute. He's back for <gasps> one minute, and he's like Susio. Listen, Pino in Final Fantasy fourteen is all you need. Yeah, you've heard, of course. If you don't know, Michael Michael's uh, started a uh, Final Fantasy uh, vertical over at Fanbyte. I was gonna say fandom. And, Hell yeah! Uh, wow! Uh, wow! We're excited to announce that Michael will also be starting a Pino vertical over at oh, Fanbyte. Yo, um, real talk, real talk. I think I think like I've been pitching to Bless like every now and then that uh, we should do a Pino podcast on Kind of Funny in the Kind of Funny Network. And uh, he's he's always been a little shy about it, so I'm putting this energy out into the universe. So any crossover fans of G Sad and uh, KF, you know what? You know, man, mm-hmm. manifest it. Like if Tam is go- if y'all can remember that Tam's gonna buy y'all pizza for an Elden Ring release date, you can at least push everyone pizza. You could push Greg to be like, listen, we need a Pinot podcast. Yeah, so. everyone, if that's listening to this, tweet at Greg Miller and at Tim Gettys. And say we need a Pinot podcast, and then say, yeah, but like, but if you, you say that, to... Greg's gonna be like like Grigio. What is Pinot? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just type Pinot, and he will have to do the work to figure out what a Pinot podcast is, and then he'll have to define <laughs> what Pinot is at some point, and then we're in. I'll, I'm down for this. I'll, I'll be your SEO expert, but you can call me your, your SEO expert instead of SEO. Expert. Sick, sick. I'll get you on the thumbnail previews. Yeah, 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 exactly. I'll do it. Um, the break is over. We are, of course, back, and we have spent some time doing things, and now... We spent time your, doing nothing, man. For, I did for nothing. your listening pleasure, we will recount <laughs> the, the things that we have done, because that is the structure of a podcast. We're going to start with uh, Jean-Luc Saipke. Jean-Luc, I don't know why I said your full name there. I feel Am like I, I should now follow up by... Se- yeah, I, follow, I should follow up by sending you to your room. <laughs> but, um what have you been up to? You were, you were away for more than a week. You were, you had a you did the smart thing and took some extra time off. Yeah. What did you get up I to? I took some extra time off. It wasn't enough. And uh, I the barely, it's never enough. I barely even remember what happened. Um, hmm. Shit. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I did end up playing a few few games, uh, one of which was uh, the, the seminal classic uh, Hideo Kojima's Police Knots. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah baby lucy uh, you, you missed oh, it but in the in the background i wondered of, why everyone was yelling police notes there you go now you know in the background of the ninja fight we'll, we'll provide the context for this later on background mm-hmm. of the ninja fight there's a poster for police notes uh, i wonder anyways. i thought he was just like a big fan of the police <laughs> no he's not <laughs> yeah, yeah, ninja, like, ninja like the blue hair streamer boy <laughs> no, not that ninja. I, I mean, uh, I guess you could technically fight him in the in in the someone needs to mod him in. Yeah, well, be a ninja in Metal Gear. Well, the, his uh, his helmet uh, says uh, Tokugawa Heavy Industries, which is the I major know. villain in Police Knots. It's all. It's all <laughs> oh, it's all connected. It's all connected. Yep. Um, apparently, 
the uh they were gonna kojima was gonna make tokugawa more of a thing in like solid in, two yeah. at some point yeah. i was like reading up about that i was like ah it's fascinating oh. uh yeah police knots is a uh early 90s i think it's like 94 uh visual novel that kojima made um that never <laughs> he said you said visual novel with the same <laughs> kind of inflection as that uh, Super Smash Brothers Brian Crescente parody. Visual review. <laughs> visual review. Super uh, Smash Brothers brawl. Brawl. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And uh, carry on. Uh, it never came out in America, but there is uh, there there is a pretty popular uh, English translation you can get um, that that allows you to play it. That's been around for a while. I want to say. So I was it good? I got that the translation uh, mostly. There's a couple things in there that um, haven't aged the best. Let's just say. Ooh, is it problematic? Yeah, it kind of is. Oh, there's, there's kind of a couple problematic Ooh. things in that game. We'll just get right into Ooh. it. So, they, so uh, they throw a couple sl- uh, outdated slurs in there. Let's say. Oh, um, oh shit! That I don't know if I'm like, is this a is this a Kojima fault? Is this an English translation fault? Because, look, sometimes English translations of Japanese material can get a little mm. uh, spicy. They like to throw in some more F-bombs and stuff than, you know, mm. or maybe in the original mm-hmm. material. So uh, there was a couple words I was like, oh, you d- d- can't say that uh, anymore. Yeah. Jesus. Um, there were a few... Uh, not cool. Uh, transphobic comments in the background in a couple of scenes, God which damn. is kind of oh. weird. Um, <sighs> minor stuff, but like stuff you pick on, you're like, oh, that's oh, that's not cool. Like, oh, what the, what the heck? Um, especially because the game takes place in the future, uh, and so it's like, you know, ah, like yes, the future, cyberpunk future, kind of very like progressive quote. Um, but uh, <laughs> like that stuff, oh, that yes, stuff should be cool. <laughs> But, um, and then, uh, because it's early 90s Kojima, it's hella horny. It is. Oh, oh. shit. Yo, you got 8 bit oh, titties? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Everyone be having titties. Like, half of. There is a period <laughs> in the middle of the game. Because, okay, so the, the setup of the game is you are a, a detective from the future who, uh, had like a horrible accident, was missing for 25 years in space, got found. Uh, so he's kind of like a man out of time. Uh, he's like living on Earth. Uh, his ex wife comes and visits him and says, like, Hey, my husband's like gone missing. Can you find him? And so you have to go to this uh, uh, like amazing futuristic uh, space station uh, that's like orbiting the moon called Beyond to find out what happened to him. That's the basic setup. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's very much structured like a just kojima watched so first off the main character and his partner uh ed uh look exactly like the main characters of lethal weapon just exactly oh my god like if you go google (laughs) so so like so if metal gear is escape from new york police knots is is lethal weapon lethal weapon 100 percent. i love it kojima's like i watched lethal weapon i was watching those old like 50s like noir i was watching chinatown and he's just like put it in the game um <laughs> it's it, it, it it's it's okay is what i would say it's like it's not amazing but mm-hmm. um it's like it's taking all these tropes but where i think like kojima 
in like Metal Gear, like he has all these like influences, but he like twists them into like something unique. Police Knots feels a little more mm-hmm. generic, kind of where it's like, okay, okay, you were you didn't really do anything new with this concept. You just sort of like took it and put it in space. Um, but you could kind of see the Kojima isms. Uh, the dude loves to like you know throw in his world building. Like you can just like talk to a person and they will just explain like the weird uh, mechanics of how like. Sp- base flight works in this universe and he'll they'll just go off for like five minutes about it in the way that like kojima loves to like kind of do that sort of like in-depth world building so you get all that in there but uh yeah like the f- two-thirds of the game like a, like a good like middle chunk of it is you just like walking around investigating you're talking to people you go to up to a lot of uh like receptionist ladies who all have a very big titties and you're just the main character loves to point them out and be like, "Hey, girl, you got you got some nice tits. Uh, <laughs> wow, you got some big fun, see, big, big old fun bags there. He, uh, you, he, you can't, you can't do, you he, can't do that. He, they use the word fun bags. I'm pretty sure. Oh, no! Yeah, the, yeah. Oh. I was so, joking. All no. time worse is still. What was it, Lucy? That did luscious globes. Oh <laughs> God, altered carbon. Yeah, altered carbon. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that sex scene in that book. It was like, yeah, her breasts were like, uh, like warm, two Epcots. warm, warm globes. <laughs> which has well, huge bag of sand energy. Really, yeah. <laughs> where's that from? Oh, my God. oh um, the forty-year-old virgin race. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I love boobs. I like, I love them when they're like, it's like a bag of sand. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. Uh, no, man, just Kojima be horny, and it's, uh, to be honest, it, it took me out of the experience, because, you know, like, you're trying to, uh, solve this, like, detective murder, and then, like, the main character's just like, well, hold on, I gotta stop and be, like, horny on main here for, like, a hot minute to every, every single girl I meet, including his partner's, uh, 16 year old daughter which i was like no 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 i forgot yeah. about that <laughs> it's been so long since i i played that game years and years ago and i think i didn't use a translated <laughs> version i just kind of like guessed my way through a lot of it and used basically when i was my broken japanese before i started studying it so you get I to that like, part and you're like see if i skip can skip through it. that yeah yeah. I just, I, a lot of the most problematic stuff I probably didn't even pick up on because my Japanese wasn't sure. good enough. But, um, yeah, there's that. Yeah, there's weird. But yeah, the, those games, those games are insane. Lucy, again, yesterday Lucy was like, oh, this, this is the horniest game no, I've it's ever not. played. Why is this game so horny? I was like, no, you it's have not. no idea. Kojima, Kojima, it's not. Like, got real tame after police. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it's Konami always funny because in. some people, some people, I see some people come to Metal Gear and they're like, they treat it as if it's like, a thing that no one like Kojima didn't do intentionally. It takes a little while for people to realize these games are horny on purpose. Oh like, yeah. He, yeah, this is a thing that they build into, it, and that's part of why people love it. <laughs> but like, I see some people who are like, oh, I just started playing Metal Gear. Why? Why is the writing so horny? This is awful. I'm like, you have no idea. By comparison, Metal Gear is like a very classy horny. For now, for now. Oh, does it? So, I mean, for context, I streamed it yesterday. I played like four hours. I see what you mean about like, I don't know, polite horny. Like, yeah, he's 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 hitting on everyone. I love to reload. (laughs) No, well, I mean, revolver ocelot aside, but like the way he talks to Meryl and whatever, he's like, oh yeah, I could tell by your eyes and the way that you walk and stuff. And it's like, okay, I mean, you know. In the year 2022, probably, you know, 
workplace harassment that would qualify as. But <laughs> the, man, the, the man's on an island, yeah, on his own while everyone else is back home. <laughs> He's in Alaska, and it's, Alaska's cold. Um, it's cold. Uh, but yeah, no, Revolver Ocelot was really where it it. Yeah. I mean, whoever localized that must have had a really fun time with that line. So, like, not to spoil anything, but, like, homoeroticism is a big part of the Metal Gear franchise. Oh, absolutely. That I'm fine with. That's it's something that a lot of people don't don't recognize it or don't even, like, talk about it very much. But, like, that whole franchise is built on lads I mean, you can't, being a big Just lads, lads, lads being boys. Each other. You yeah. can't tell yeah. me that the ending of Metal Gear Solid 4 is not the gayest thing you've ever seen. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was it's just going to say. Like, I, was, I was watching the kind of funny crew like play. <laughs> but, uh, Barrett was playing it the first time and he was like gobsmacked at her. And they were loving it. They were like, this is insane. This oh, is I'm awesome. excited to play it. Yeah. Like maybe uh, if, if I'd known that Metal Gear Solid was a gay love story or whatever or all these undertones i would have played it sooner the amount of the amount of people if it was like if it was a queer love story i would have have loved that i i cannot even begin to think the kind of backlash that like calling metal gay queer or gay is gonna would come would uh result in but it's a hundred percent it's one of those things that gamers will never admit no. Even though it's like plain as day in front of them like i'm a huge metal gear fan even back in there i was like this shit is gay as hell, man. I love it. And the thing is, like, you can't defend it because, like, how do, how, does, how do you feel about Solid Snake? Like, my love of Solid Snake is under a microscope. It's just mega gay. Like, I, like, uh, I got nothing to say. I grew up thinking he's an incredible, cool, cool, like, character. And, like, but blatantly, like, he's like, yeah. You're you can't tell me Solid this, Snake is I'm not the name of a porn star. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, but like you can't tell me no, you you don't fall in love with that dude, like for whatever reason, I mean, whether platonically or romantically or, or every, everyone. Like every, I'm not I'm not horny for Snake, but like I'm like this dude is the coolest. You resp- dude, yeah, man. you respect yeah. it. Everyone yeah. in Metal Gear is Pan. That's just that's yeah. just how it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, except for um, Meryl, Meryl, who has been psychologically trained to not be attracted mm-hmm, mm-hmm, to members mm-hmm. of the opposite sex. Tam made me watch all the briefings before we played, and honestly, I'm glad he did. Because yeah. I have some, all this insight now. Yeah, there's some interesting things. And my boy, Frank Yeager, who knows what he's up to these days. Uh, mm. or, or who knows what his uh, preferences mm. are. Um, uh, but yeah, carry on. Oh, no, no, all good. Uh, it, yeah, it's funny. I think we're going to play, because I've been wanting to play Metal Gear with Georgia. That's one of the games she's like, oh, man, I, I, I want to know what Metal Gear's about. I want to, like... Be, I want to understand all the the references and the memes and the clapping of the ass exactly. cheeks. Exactly, that's what I yeah, that's what I was saying. That's my one of my big reasons for wanting to do it. So yes. so now that we've played Police Knots and we were like, all right, we got a like a little bit of a taste. Snatcher. Uh, <laughs> we uh, we were joking about it, and I was like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> I think Snatcher is much better than Police Knots by a considerable margin but I, it's also that's the thing about police knots is at the end of the day i kind of have a hard time like recommending it to people because i do think it's it's uh like it's just sort of okay like it's like it's like a good solid like i said detective noir in space with some interesting ideas it's got a lot of like early kojima isms but it feels like before he um he's still learning his craft you know like it's it's yeah. like the it i would only recommend it to people who are are like uh, you know, fans of Kojima and want to like play his early work. You're taking like a Kojima mm. class, and you're like, all right, you got to understand yes. his like early stuff before he got to where he was. Because it's 
at the end of the day, it's okay. Um, I will say, though, the one thing I do love about it is that 90s anime uh, art style aesthetic is on point in that game. It looks so good. Uh, have you ever seen how, like, the way the game looks? Um, mm-hmm. It's these very, very beautiful uh, art style, um, like, still, like, uh, it's a mix of, um, uh, like, stills uh, with, like, a couple of, like, uh, animated cutscenes and stuff um, that I think just, like, kind of has that, like, cowboy bebop just like high detail 90s like futuristic anime art it looks really really nice i'm not sure who did the like character design i know yoji shinkawa like supervised the art direction but i don't know who did the specifics but shout out to them because that stuff looks fantastic um but yeah police knots it's it's, uh it's tight it's okay uh it's also like a a Uh, cool 12 hours so it's it's not a long game um which is kind of nice uh Hitoshi Nagao is the artist, okay. I believe. Well, shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm kind of bummed that, like, I was thinking to myself, like, ah, man, it's a bummer this never got, like, a like an OVA or, a or, like, a short anime series, because it could have been, it could have been something I, solid. It got a, I think it got a, no, I'm thinking of Snatcher, my bad. I was about to say it got a radio, radio play, but I think that's Snatcher. Mm. It came back as Snatcher with a D instead of an N or something like really? that. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. That nice. won't show up on Wordle. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Wordle, um, Lucy, and oh. what have you been up to? We're Actually, talking wait. about my game of the Do you year. have anything else that you want to talk about? Oh, um, I don't know. I've been kind of mostly just like prepping for the year. I like redid my Notion list to... Hell yeah. I made... So... Uh, to, to get into some like Notion stuff, I I what I did is I decided to make like a master video game doc list as one whole page that has Ooh. that I just loaded with all this information, and then I found out that you can make um, you can take like data sheets and you can like uh pull them and bring them into other pages, mm-hmm. and then you can filter those to have certain information. So basically, I take this master doc that I have now, and then I separate it into like my personal list. That like me and Georgia use for our games, but then I also use it uh, for my work list as well. So it's like this mm. super mass. Oh my god! You know, Can I see screenshots of this? This is this is my Pino. Uh, yeah, and then like <laughs> started uh, adding like image. We we you can like make a gallery version. So I make it so like when I say I'm specifically playing a game, it shows up in a gallery at the top, and then I can put like GIF images in there. We did it for. Oh my god! Yeah, it looks yeah, real legit. Clean. Can I see yes, this? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, will, I want to see this. Please. Share your screen. I will, here, you know, on uh, an audio <laughs> podcast. Um, yeah, I've been. I've just. I've created new oh, lists. Well. This motherfucker really shared his stream or shared his <gasps> screen. There you go. So this is this Yo. is what my anime list looks like. I need. I need to see TV. what this is. Yo, wait. I need to take. Good. Did you use a template for this? No, no, no. I made this myself. Oh, this is oh. sick. Oh my god, John Luke, can you send me a screenshot? Yeah. I'm, I, I'm like mine. I actually dropped my Notion because there was some Notion chat in the Discord the other day. Fuck, this is so nice. Um, there was yeah, some Notion chat good. in the Discord, and I dropped mine in because last year, um, for the for those who are unaware, like Notion is a project management tool, but it's so so flexible. It's like Google Docs, Google Sheets. Uh, it's like a database thing, all in one. It's very very flexible. Um, but you can like make it very aesthetic if you want to and my i use it to keep track of my backlog and what i'm playing and what i'm reading and watching and whatever and last year it was basically just a table and it looked very very boring 
but this year I want to I want mine to look like that. I want I want to mm-hmm. I want to be doing all that. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Wait, have y'all moved away from Asana and started using Notion? No, no, no. no, no. Oh, this, oh, is, this is something. Yeah. This is like a I'm definitely not coming back. <laughs> no, I uh, no, no, no. I legit this is something like, like well, we started using maybe two years ago, three. Years yeah, ago? it was because of you, Tam. You mentioned yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, uh, I've been trying this thing, Notion, and it's re- it's really good. Um, which is perfect segue to our ads. This episode of GameSpot After Dark is brought to you by Notion. Notion is a note-taking <laughs> software and project management software. I was like, damn, y'all, y'all got ads now? Dude, well, it's 2022. Ads, like, it's time for ad ads reads. on this podcast. Personal integrated ads. It's all, yeah, in a, <laughs> I mean, if anything, people, I, remember, I remember being on like Bombcast or something and people were like, what's that note-taking thing you were talking about? I was like, get me a referral code, Notion. Look, yeah, we're out here spreading the good word. Uh, first of all, before we move on from this, a uh, uh, John, look, please send us. Please. Oh, yeah, please. I, please. I, yes. I need to. I need to update uh, my my tracking one, which is a board that I call Consumption Junction. Yeah, that's um, good. And it's, and it's got loads <laughs> yeah. of stuff uh, on there. Yeah, we we uh, we good. separate for like TV and movies. We have like a vibe category because it kind of like determines like ooh, what we're ooh. interested in. So it's just like because you know you got like your genre. So it's like ah, oh, this is a horror. But then in vibe category, we have like uh, oh, this is like hella gay. This is like lgbt shit like this is what we're looking for we have like yeah we have gay we got oh. horny we got uh <laughs> shit posty uh <laughs> oh my god this is so, so you, you gotta know the fucking vibes you gotta know the vibes yeah. yeah you like literally we have it's a vibe category you gotta know them uh i'm obsessed yeah george, george has been like obsessed with uh notion and been using it for stuff and so i like she yeah. taught me how to use it on a basic level and then i came in and was like oh what if i add this thing so that i can add like those images and she just st- stared at me and said, "Like, how how did you surpass me in Notion in like thirty minutes? Like, what the, what skills. the fuck?" <laughs> I was like, "You know, it's like the new Wordle." Yeah. yeah. Oh. Anyway, it's it's twenty twenty two. Get on that. Let's go, make, baby. make your list. That organization Get on that train. organization train. I, Blessing was doing that. He I, made like that Word doc. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, bless. Blessing's got chaotic energy where he makes a word doc and then takes a screenshot of it on on his phone <laughs> and then just like does mad shit like that. I'm like, bro. The, he posts he posts a, a fucking uh, a JPEG that is the aspect ratio of like 50 by one. It's insane. Like I'm like, you work in tech. You're Forbes 30 under 30, and you taking screenshots of screens and, and I mean, posting it's... them in ridiculous. How are you supposed to give money and financial advice? To people when you're doing <laughs> this shit, <laughs> but um, I ordered my planner for the year, um, so that's oh, yeah. on the way. And, I was um, I was really tempted to buy a Hobonichi, oh. um, but I'm I'm not gonna do it because I have I have a planner that will see me through to the end of the year. But Hobonichi uh, is nice. Yeah, I I use Notion, not yeah. Notion, uh, Nomatic. <laughs> Nomatic, uh, which used to be called Basics. It's a, there oh, was yeah. a time, remember Basics? The yeah, I remember things? we kickstarted that. Yeah, we kickstarted this wallet that you guys remember our first E3 where me, Chris, and Lucy showed up with the same wallet and everyone was mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is you Review 3 and this wallet? The you fuck? nerds. Yeah. John Luke remembers I feel it. This is, you're <laughs> unlocking something in the wallet. back of my brain. Yeah, like it's that like weird elastic looking wallet and everyone's like, what is it with you guys? And we, honestly, we were like, bitcoin bros how they were now we were like this wallet is amazing you gotta get on this wallet train and they were like shut up please and then i carried on to like buy the watch from them Mm, they like make super simple things and like they make it high quality 
It looks nice and they don't charge crazy amounts for it. And they've got a planner where they've basically looked at all the bullet journal variants out there and they've gone, we'll just take all of the good stuff from all of these planners and make one amazing Hell planner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I bought that and it's, and like, I keep noticing things that I didn't notice in the original product description. Like it's got a mini whiteboard in the back so you can pull it out and like do like uh, some brainstorming on there and stuff like that. Ooh, from, I didn't know that. Oh, I'm into that. Yeah. So I've got that coming. Anyways, we're a video game podcast. The fuck y'all uh, talking about wallets? <laughs> uh well we i mean it's been name dropped a couple times but um wordle is my new obsession what is wordle uh, i have no idea okay. game of the year that's what it wordle is. is wordle is 100 percent game of the year uh, I just see these so basically it, on people's twitter and i don't understand yeah <laughs> if you've seen on twitter people will just post like wordle with a bunch of um black uh yellow green. and green squares or white squares and that's how you know people are using their phones in light mode <laughs> which is an interesting little thing but it's a word puzzle and basically you have a five letter word that you need to guess and you have one six tries to get it right yep six tries um, and so if you put in no clues no clues if you put in your starting word um and if the letter is not in the final word then the square is black if the letter is there but in the wrong place it is yellow and if the letter is there and in the right place it is green and you get six tries to guess a five-letter five letter word. It has taken the world by storm. It was created by, um, I think it was. Just, I think I saw it in the New York Times. It was like just this man um, who his partner enjoyed playing word puzzles, and so he made it. He made this app, and then it was getting like a few hits a day, and then now it's just it went crazy on the internet because people. It's so shareable, like yeah. Um, but now there's so, you know, people. Yeah. So the thing that you're seeing on Twitter is people posting their final result without yeah. revealing the word. Everyone in a specific region, anyway, gets the same word. So if we all do it, we all have the same word. And I instead you, of sharing, I think you like, get it the same in. The, but the UK gets it like at different four time. p.m. our time oh, because okay. it's midnight over there. Yeah, and, and like there's like so the thing that they're posting is their attempts. So it's yeah. like you know this is how many tries. Uh, it took me, and this is the letters I got, and it w- and it doesn't post the actual word, and it's been amazing. I think mm-hmm. uh, IGN's Joe Scrabbles posted this out, uh, 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 pointed this out on Twitter, and I was like, he's right. It's like he's he was amazed at the fact that at the day Spider Man uh, No Way Home came out, people were spoiling Spider Man No Way Home on Twitter, but no one has spoiled no a one Wordle. spoils yet. Wordle like no one. <laughs> it's I, like yeah. just the sanctity of Wordle yeah. is insane. Like I've it's never like, seen a spoiler for Wordle. Have. Yeah, (laughs) the world has collectively agreed (laughs) never to take Wordle away from anyone. Yeah, there's a lot of respect. That man knows word games. Uh, He has his own. Yep. Scrabble. Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) The thing about Wordle, though, is um, the one, the only complaint that I ever see is that you can have words with double letters in. So a few days ago. Oh, yeah, that's hard. There was troll. And Mm -hmm. that one got people up in arms a bit because there is no UI indication that if you get a letter right, but it's in the word twice. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was also siege um, Mm -hmm. and like- And boost. Yeah, boost. Um, So that's another little wrinkle to the game. But honestly, it's just like, I save it for my morning time. It's the first thing I do when I get up. So if anything, I thank Wordle because it's stopping me from like doom scrolling first thing in the morning. It's like, no, no, time to get up and time to uh, do my Wordle. 
Uh, but also I like it because I share it with like a, a couple of my friends. It's like we all share what our Wordle thing is today. Um, and it's just it's just a nice little pleasant word game. Mm-hmm. Game of the game year. Game of the year. Game of the year. Yeah. Oh, and my favorite Pokemon. Oh, my God. Wordle. Yay. <laughs> Come on. Come on. What else have you been doing, Lucy? Uh, well, is this the place to discuss the new Sex in the City? I can't remember if I've done it before. I think you did. It's I'm not having a good time with it, and yet I'm watching every episode. But <laughs> honestly, like over the break, I wanted to watch stuff that was like Sex in the City adjacent, but better. So I watched um, The Sex Lives of College Girls and Never Have I Ever, both by Mindy Carling. Um, one's on HBO, one is on Netflix. They're both very good. I had a very chill uh, like Christmas, New Year's. I played like 20 odd hours of Yakuza Like a Dragon. Hell yeah. Um, I I just got to the bit where I remember seeing people talk about the uh, the jump in leveling. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I honestly like just... Actually, Tam, I did this on Monday when you were streaming. I had your stream on and I just went like in the the underground and just like grinded that dungeon of Yakuza like a dragon. But no, I'm really glad. Like I, I'm, I, I spent at least two days just sat in, you know, ass groove in my chair playing nonstop for like seven hours. At a time. Hell yeah. And that was felt good, man. Um, so I think, yeah, I'm up to chapter 10. I don't know how many chapters there oh, are. Yeah, that's pretty far. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, also like, I thought the the for me the level gate was at chapter twelve, but yeah, yeah. that's what I that's why I was here. But I had I had like a little jump, um, like I was level twenty five, and then you get a new party member who was like twenty nine, and I was like, oh, oh, and another tip, chapter thirteen, mm-hmm. make sure you have a lot of fucking money. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was I didn't know that, but I have been doing a lot the of business management. I've been doing yeah. a lot of business management. Hell yeah, I've been running my candy store. Uh, very well. Now it is an enterprise. Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, I've got a a soap land. I've got a art gallery. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm having a lovely time. Reeking What's in. your employee? Reeking Who are your employees? I'm... What's your favorite employee? Uh, um, the the I have um the old just the old woman from old, like the old ladies get are, from the oh, very beginning. I've, yeah. like, I've old, just, like, old ladies are absolutely goaded in that fucking game. Like for some reason, you stick them on any like shop or service, yeah. and they are just killing it. Some real auntie there's energy. Also, there's also yeah. um one woman who runs the entire um Ichiban Confections by herself. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. woman. Uh, she just has such good stats, and she's not even like one of the super rare ones. She was just like a random one, and she runs the entire confections by herself. And she's she's just great. So she's like Sweet. secretly Loki, <laughs> we, my we favorite. We love a business queen. <laughs> yeah, we love a, we love a, a business queen. Um, but also, I do have a Majima, um, who runs, I think, my soap land. <laughs> that, that's fitting yeah. that works i think he'd be a great soap also the manager. chicken the chicken the chicken is also great nugget oh i love nugget, yeah. chicken nugget. damn you should uh yeah check out um, i love chicken chicken in boardroom is that where it? yeah the chicken in the boardroom is oh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, nugget, nugget lays it down I always bring him <laughs> yeah uh yeah definitely check out uh GameSpot's review of yakuza like a dragon from uh yeah. the year 2020 and also check out uh GameSpot's um 2020 game of the year uh summary video uh and you can see mm-hmm. uh a, a very uh very handsome man 
talking about Yakuza like a dragon. You know what I'm saying? It, Ichiban mm-hmm. Kasuga? Well, I mean, oh. you know. Oh. Okay. Anything else, Lucy? Nah, that's it. Lovely. Michael. Yo. What have you been up to? All right. Time. Yes. Final Fantasy and Dino. <laughs> time to time to time for your uh, your your monthly or once a twice once every two months update on Final Fantasy fourteen from your motherfucking boy. Um, <laughs> surprise! I've been playing Final Fantasy fourteen, and uh, last month, Endwalker dropped, and I'm Ooh. not going to. I'm going to save my energy talking about Endwalker for various spoiler casts that I am uh, planning to do. So I won't, I won't like, I mean, I know some people who listen to this probably play the game might not have finished it or might be just starting to work their way through Final Fantasy 14, but yeah, Endwalker, it's great. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, everything that I, I thought it would be and more. And, uh, I've listen. my job at Fanbyte is to cover Final Fantasy 14 from front to back. And so I, I don't even know, like, it's hard for me to talk about the game and kind of recollect what i have already talked about with other people i feel like i'm repeating myself over and over again uh but i am having uh different conversations with different people and i just can't keep track of what i who what i've said to who uh but i will say that uh yeah final Fantasy 14 is great and uh too bad y'all motherfuckers can't buy it because <laughs> that shit is on hold because there's too many goddamn people here's the thing all right when n walker dropped it was very difficult for me to do my job because i couldn't log in uh, and this has been covered. I'm sure this has been covered in various. This has been covered in various forms. I'm sure y'all may have talked about it in your new section of this podcast. But it it was really difficult to log in, so I had a hard time kind of trying. I'm like I want to enjoy this, but I just can't play it. Uh, so I I spent a lot of my time like in the wee hours of the morning playing it. So I was I probably was like half asleep uh, just because I would be up for like 20 hours before I can actually log in. Uh, but uh, what a what a what a lovely game! Y'all y'all should y'all should peep all the coverage over at uh, at fanbyte.com. You know I got that I got that shit covered front to back. Uh, me and my boy Mike Williams. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I've been doing a lot of guides, and I think that well, what's really cool is that the the fandom, the broader community, has kind of put their own self imposed embargo on spoilers and talking about spoilers publicly. Uh, they gave it a month. The game's been out for a month, so uh, people are starting to talk about a lot of things openly. And the thing about N Walker is that every step of the way is kind of its own spoiler so it is very hard to talk about like i'm still writing my review and i think that it's i have to talk about a lot of things in vague terms because i don't want someone to read this review and be like damn i wish i knew that beforehand because there uh there was some things that aren't necessarily spoilers that i saw on my twitter timeline from people that i follow and it wouldn't like i said it wouldn't be a spoiler but i'd be like damn i wish i knew that that happened before i saw this because the element of surprise is so important uh, to the game, even as something as as innocent as like a screenshot with a bunch of characters in a certain zone, uh, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know they had outfit changes. When you get to this thing, I'm like, fuck, I wish I knew that. I wish I was there for the outfit change, goddamn it. Or I wish I knew that this this like you you control this character during this moment or something. Um, so I've been very very careful about what I've been uh, what I'm talking about. I mostly been doing guides. I got a lot of fucking guides, dog, um, uh, covering that game. So uh, yeah, it's it's been. Oh, and I also went to the hospital for four days in the middle of my fucking playthrough. So I had I lost four days of pro or I, I lost four days that I could have been uh, covering or playing the game. Um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 lovely. It's it's a very it's very beautiful as a kind of 
encapsulation and an ending uh it's it's almost like i don't know it's almost like mass effect 3 in a way um that the whole game is sort of an ending right it ties up all these loose ends and so like i have my gripes with mass Effect 3 as well so like that that's not the aspect <laughs> of the game i'm talking about but i'm talking about in the sense of like hey we've had several other games that covered so many different story threads uh, let's revisit them in a very smart way to make sure that those are closed. And there's a lot of closure and mm. um, conclusions that you kind of didn't expect. It's like, oh, I didn't know that they were going to circle back on that storyline. Or I didn't expect them to um, to go in this direction, whatever. There's a lot of surprises, a lot of surprises that are very welcome. And I think like every aspect of the game is done so well from a storytelling standpoint. And it kind of, it's a it's a big testament to how great Final Fantasy XIV storytelling is. And I think was was oh uh, I say this a lot is that N Walker kind of uh, it every expansion before it matters more than it did. It's more relevant now than it was when you when it actually came out uh, because um, it, it's like I remember all these things that happened in the previous expansions and then when they're circled back on in N Walker, it's like oh those things were even more are even more important now. Like it's important that I did this, this, and this in Heaven's Word. It's important that we did this thing in Stormblood and then and those things really pay off. Like they had already been closed and paid off when you finish the expansion. Um but I think Endwalker is very good about um making you feel like all those story threads are paying off in a way like those connections I made, those characters I saved, uh all those um all those battles I fought. Like they they paid off then and they're paying off again now in Endwalker. So um, there's a really good sense of togetherness in the game with a lot of the different characters, a lot of different story threads. It's it is I don't think any other game like the only other game I think uh, like compares in that sense of uh, like conclusiveness is probably maybe like Yakuza uh, Yakuza six maybe. Uh, but even then, it's like, here's the story of Cosmo Kiryu, and it wraps that up extremely well. But Final Fantasy is like, 14 is like, here's Endwalker, and here's like 10 stories of Cosmo Kiryu, all concluding <laughs> at once. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's very, very, very uh, wonderful thing. And um, still cranking away. Oh, well, I finished the main story, but the new raids came out, so I'm working on that. Um, but yeah, I, that's... Uh, that's as much as I want to say about Final Fantasy XIV without going into specifics. Because at this point, I'm like, damn, I just I need to talk about things to some folks, mm. some real deep lore dives that no one on this podcast is going to understand. <laughs> um, so yeah, Final Fantasy XIV is great, man. It's like, uh, yeah, you should over head over to fanbuy.com for all of your uh, Final Fantasy XIV coverage. You know what I'm oh, listen, <laughs> listen, <laughs> the numbers, Mason, <laughs> yo. Motherfuckers is thirsty for Final Fantasy XIV content. People want that Final Fantasy content. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Damn. <laughs> the shit I'm doing now, I'm like covering every every end of the game. It's like, damn. Maybe I shouldn't say this, but I'll, fuck it. I'll say it. It's like, damn. I, can't, I wonder what it would have been like if I did this for GameSpot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, y'all motherfuckers would have gave me my own vertical, my own team. Because, listen, this shit is like... This shit is popping, popping. Um, but <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's great that like the um, 
the sort of the fandom has the the player base has like kind of expanded exponentially uh but also there's there's always been a lot of diehard fans so there's a lot of people who uh who are looking for guides and like in news and coverage and stuff but also people who are uh looking for in-depth interviews and also like features about like the more emotional side like i've been doing a lot of guides like like the mmo side of it um but i think now that the spoiler embargo quote unquote by the uh, for the community is up i think uh, we're going to start digging into a lot more uh, lore and story and more of the emotional side of Final Fantasy XIV because uh, I think that's the thing that it does better than uh, better than most games and certainly n- unlike any other ongoing or MMORPG uh, out there. So uh, that's that on that. A um, couple other things. Uh, I wa- uh, like I'm gonna leave this for Tam because I want to have a conversation about this. But I watched Arcane. Uh, I've been doing a lot of watching because I've been I've actually been away from home for like the past three weeks. So I haven't had opportunities to play games. Um, uh, so I've been watching a lot of stuff. I watched Encanto. I watched uh, Arcane. Uh, I saw Book of Mormon, a, a Broadway play. Um, watching a lot of TV. Oh, I've been watching Good Omens. Yo, I don't know if y'all know about Good Omens, the Neil Gaiman book, but also the oh, Amazon. I know of it, but I never watched it. Oh, it's it. Well, I think it, it came out recently. I've been watching it with my partner, but Good Omens is fucking sick. Uh, it's uh, did they just th- get a new series? Did I imagine that? It's season one. Uh, they they already confirmed oh. that they're season two. Yeah, uh, but it's uh, David Tennant and Michael Sheen going Ooh, back back and forth. Ooh. Yeah, it's a real good uh, British Ooh. dark comedy. Uh, it, it's 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 legit. I, I like it a lot. And there's uh, John Hamm is in it. There's uh, oh. Uh, it's so it's so um, they're back and forth between the relationship between uh, between uh, Michael Sheen's character and David Tennant's character is so good. David Tennant, yo, David Tennant, ooh, that man they, is nice. It always comes up on my TikTok because I think David Tennant and Michael Sheen are in um, they made a TV show in lockdown together, but mm-hmm. like I think over Zoom or whatever. And they always I always have clips of it on my TikTok, and it's you can just tell that they are really really good friends. Oh and yeah, they they're so cute. Oh. Like a nice time. They're so cute that. together, especially in the show. I think their their dynamic is so good. Uh, I think that alone is. Uh, there's a lot of good support. Like the supporting cast is incredible too. Um, is Frances McDormand in it? I feel like she's we a she's a narrator. <gasps> she's a narrator <gasps> for the show. Sweet. She's yeah. the voice of God. <laughs> Damn right. Uh, yeah, but Good Omens um, is basically about like oh the apocalypse is happening soon. So and. Michael Sheen's character is uh, Aziraphale, who's uh, an angel, who, uh, mm-hmm. and then um, uh, David Tennant's character is uh, Crowley, who's a uh, who's a demon, and then so they're mm-hmm. friends, but they're not supposed to be friends, and they're kind of they're obviously working for opposite sides, but they're like, you know mm-hmm. what, our sides aren't that great, so how about we kind of you know we become friends, yeah, yeah. So that that's that's kind of like the the core of their dynamic, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of a lot of Sundere energy. Uh, from uh, Crowley, and it's uh, yeah, <laughs> it's so cute. Oh, it's so right, cute. It's so funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's about like the end of the world. It's it's really goofy. Um, yeah, and it's like got some dark shit in it. So uh, yeah, I uh, highly recommend it. Uh, I'm on the final episode of the season, and I uh, I'm gonna watch it tonight with my partner. It's gonna be great. Nice. Um, so yeah. Nice. Uh, that's pretty much it. I've been playing Psychonauts two. Still working my way through it. I wish I played it earlier so I could have added it to my game of the year list because I love Psychonauts two. It's a great great time. Uh, and yeah. I actually I'm playing more Shin Megami Tensei five. I'm at the very end of that game. Uh, but I'm grinding because there's love like it's that game is hard as fuck. There's like mm-hmm. wild level gate uh towards the end of it, 
Uh, but I put like 60 hours in that game. I, uh, it's on my, it's one of my games of the year, uh, but I just need to finish it, finish it. So that's that on that. So I, as Michael mentioned, have gone back to arcane and mm. finished watching it and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, not, not going to surprise, uh, anyone to hear that it is excellent. I thought, um, Oh really? I, yeah, I really like it. You didn't it. like it, Michael? Uh, oh, I, I liked it. Uh, I there are well I'll, I'll let I'll let Tam uh, talk about it but I, I I'm 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 very interested in it and I think watch I enjoyed watching it there are a lot of aspects of it that I'm just like nah I don't know I don't know maybe it's just not my thing but uh, Tam you can oh, have the floor I really want to hear about that yeah no I mean like uh, there's 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 stuff about it definitely that is kind of weird but I think for what it goes for it succeeds really really well um there's a bunch of game adaptations uh game to series adaptations on on um uh netflix at this point and i think they kind of they kind of land across the board in quality that you get everything from was it dragon which one's dragon's dragon's dogma Dogma. that's the worst one it's like is pretty bad like really really bad (laughs) i didn't even watch it um dragon's dog shit yeah, like exactly. <laughs> and then Castlevania is really S-tier. good. I feel like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I feel like uh, Arcane kind of falls in the Castlevania area. Um, in terms of ha- my love for it, I obviously love Castlevania more because I have an attachment to that franchise. But I think that provides a is kind of like a interesting talking point for me when it comes to Arcane because I have little, very little experience with League of Legends. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of touched it when it first popped up and like just to know what it was and get some familiarity with it, but I didn't stick with it and I definitely haven't stuck with it over the years. It was like it's been years since that thing has been out now. Um, but I so I was kind of wasn't sure whether I was going to enjoy the show, but I think they do the really smart thing where they're not overly reliant on knowing the game or the universe, mm-hmm. and instead, what it does is it comes at that universe from it's set before the game, um, so you don't need familiarity with it. But if you know the games, you are basically getting origin stories for many of the most important characters in the game. Um, so it's kind of like, it's weird to say, but it's pretty much I what I would have wanted from something like an Overwatch series. Mm-hmm. You know, the shorts yeah. that they have where, you yeah. know, we see a lot of the characters in Overwatch before they are in Overwatch. We had, you know, the the Bastion short, the Genji Hanzo short, and um, all of those, all of those things. This is like a series in that same vein. Um, so, as far as I know, uh, you know, the the obvious one is like Heimerdinger's uh, a character in in the main game, but this is kind of like his early days and what happens. And I think the city, like the Undercity, and um, uh, I forgot the name of the actual city now. Um, but like that, that is a, a, a setting apart the universe and they explore the, the kind of technology that governs the game and where it originally came from and characters that are in the show, um, they become who they are. You get to see how they become who they are in the main game. So you get different characters that are like, oh, this is, this is your kind of arc into becoming this champion or I don't know what they're called player legends character. legends yeah whatever um and <laughs> it's a surprisingly um it's a surprise everyone calls it different things yeah i know it's so <laughs> annoying do. um what, what happened just using characters eh? 
and I think that I that I really liked about it was central to the story is a kind of a it's a relationship between two sisters um and and within that or like extrapolating that out it also becomes a story about two you know warring society not warring but like two societies at conflict within the same city and then there are power struggles within those uh two societies and there's also ambition that can be perverted and turned on its head to damage both or one or the other they're like military considerations where technology that was created for good is being uh, kind of usurped and used for evil, depending on what side you're coming from. And fundamentally, there's also characters that, you know, are going on these long arcs of growth or, well, positive and negative, And you get to see that all come to a head in a way that I felt was like really well written. Um, some of the characters are a bit throwaway. Some of the characters aren't as strong as each other. Um, but I feel like the core story from start to finish is done really well. And I think it does a great job of kind of creating this breadcrumb trail from the series into the game or the bigger universe where I'm not going to play League of Legends, but I did have this moment where I was like, I'm going to bring up the League of Legends website and just look yeah, at these. Yeah, <laughs> I did these the same. Legends. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I clicked a bunch of them and be like, oh, this is where, this is what Hammerding is all about. Or this is what you know uh, jinx is all about or echo or whatever like there's some characters that i was like oh this is who you become um mm-hmm. and yeah. like that's what i loved about it where it's like it's not like it it's gonna sound unfair it's not gonna sound unfair it's completely on power but it's like it's not like dc the way dc would do it where they introduce this character and by the end they're like and that is and then you have this moment where you're like oh your name another character will turn to another character and be like yes uh this is true uh batman and then you're like oh i guess that's batman um it's not like that at all like you could go through the entire series and be like huh i'm gonna look at i i started looking at him midway through the series i was like oh that's who that kid is Mm. that's interesting um and then by the end of the series i was like oh yeah this is you became that that character Mm -hmm. um it's done in a really like it's done in a really respectful or kind of like it, it just assumes that you that it's just gonna it doesn't care whether you know and make the connections. It just does it so it makes sense within the context of the world or is cool in the moment. Um, it doesn't need to like wink at you to show you, hey, eh, this is the League of Legends, man. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you know him. Um, so I like that as well. Um, and and generally, like stuff like the animation, the art style, it the art style reminds me of Dishonored. Dishonored so yeah. Much. I was yeah, like, wow, like I'm, so, so much. I was playing Dishonor. I was like, yo, I'm getting some real arcane vibes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like, I, I would love to see an actual like Dishonor show done in that style. That would, <sighs> that would be, be really incredible. Cool. Like, if they did like, if in, what's it? They could do a, I guess they could do like an Emily story. That would what's be his name? sick. Corvo? Uh, no, the yeah. other, no, Outsider? I, I wouldn't uh, no, Oh, the, uh, the Outsider, yeah. No, not the Outsider. The Outsider could be good. Daoud, like a Daoud show would be amazing. Oh, yeah. oh hell like, yeah. The Outsider um, is like your hook to like weave in. You could make yeah, some new characters yeah. and he's kind of like this connecting thread. Yeah, he's like the narrator of the show, which which would be really, really cool. Um, but yeah, I, I'd love to see. I, 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 I watched it and I was like, that was good. I, like, I enjoyed that time. I don't feel like I wasted my time. I had to stop watching Dragon's Dogma because I felt like it was act, active. I could feel the seconds being wasted. And I was like, <laughs> But Michael, what was your take on it? Uh, I, I liked a lot for, for for many of the reasons that you said, because then you don't need to know anything about League of Legends and you can enjoy this. Uh, it like It's a great, it's a very solid standalone story. Obviously, there's going to be a second season, ends on a cliffhanger. 
we all know that they're producing a second season. Um, so I think like you can throw this on and just like watch it, enjoy it and not think too much about it. Um, but like the more that I think about it, uh, there are things that kind of chip away at my enthusiasm for it. Um, but overall, I think it's it's I think it's a, an incredible achievement in animation and it's an incredible yeah. achievement in terms of like bridging a uh, bridging a, a video game fandom to uh, a, a series. And if I was a League of Legends player, like if I was like super into League of Legends and especially its lore, Arcane would be the coolest fucking thing that ever existed. Like mm-hmm. I, I put myself in that shoes. Like what if like what if Persona like animation was a separate a new story that was done extremely well? I would be like, holy shit, this is like the coolest thing ever. Uh, so for crossover media, Arcane is I could see Arcane like being like the coolest thing uh, for uh, League players. Um but I, I, when I look at it uh, as a standalone thing, like, uh, I think so I earlier I said, like, maybe it's not for me. I think that the so I appreciate that it really takes the an idea of class warfare and like goes all in on that. Like, that is the core of its story. And I appreciate that it's like it doesn't pull any punches like it's it it's not shy about showing the brutality of what happens uh in class warfare and i, I really like that a, a sh- like a show that is as big as arcane that has that kind of pull is willing to build its whole series around that that said it i think it kind of falls apart in some ways especially in the later episodes when it's like i whoa like a, a character who from that background should not be doing that sort of thing like i and if they did, then I you missed a completely a complete logical jump. Um, like they would never team up with each other. Uh, and if they did, there needs to be a lot more uh, background work to make that make sense. Um, especially when you're messing with something about class warfare and um, and the power dynamics between between the two. Uh, and I was like, mm, I don't know about that. That ain't it. Uh, I think Jinx. I, I'm pr- particularly. I don't. I don't like Jinx. But I think that that is also kind of the point. Um, the, the one thing I want to say is I know why you don't like Jinx, and it's the same reason I felt annoyed with Jinx. It's because she has Joker syndrome, and we live in a world where Joker yes. is annoying. Us <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And like, yeah. I, this is coming from a a lifelong DC fan. Like, you can ask anyone, like Batman fans specifically, yeah. and DC fan. I love the Batman universe. Even I was like. Great, it's not fucking. We live in a society. I, I will say though, character. I I just think Jinx isn't for for you guys because I know plenty of people who are like, "Fuck Joker, I don't give a shit about Joker." Like, I hate that shit. But then yeah. they're like, "Girl Joker, though, uh huh." Give me more, please. <laughs> <Girl> <laughs> yeah, uh, like, well, I, I think Jinx is a, an important character, obviously, uh, and I think that her role in Arcane is uh, is it, it's it's fitting. Like, it's. Another, she's another piece, uh, like another focal point for the series, and I think that I, I mean, I, I can't be the one to determine this, but I think that her, her trauma and the way she like works through it is an important aspect to it. Um, mm. Of course, I, I think it's like kind of it's pretty grating at times, uh, and it's kind of frustrating as a watcher. But I, I don't think I would necessarily hold that against the series. Uh, so I think that's just a, a, another interpretation of the character. I think. Mm. Uh, I mean, to be honest, she's been through a lot. Like she's been through some shit that yeah. no one should, uh, no one will ever see. And like in a fantastic, in a fantastical universe, like um, you can portray those things in a very exaggerated manner. So I, I do like if you, if you, if you. Um, 
if you like Jinx as a character, I get I get why. I just like, ah, damn. Um, I'm like super interested in her arc, though. Uh, and I think yeah. the, the thing for me is like everyone in Arcane has two expressions. They either have like the crying, uh, like the crying, pleading face or they have or they're like head down, furrowed eyebrows, pouty face. And I'm just like, those are the only two emotions you'll ever get out of any characters <laughs> in Arcane. And it, like at first it was kind of like, all right, this is kind of uh it's like all right relax like uh i think there's a they're they they're they are kind of they're kind of i would say that they're missing some emotional range but i also think that this kind of story warrants this type of constant uh anger and constant sadness because that's what this that's what this story is about um i really really like a lot of the dynamics they get into with like echo and sort of um, how the underclasses are trying to build their own kind of um, goodwill and their own society and how that mm-hmm. dynamic uh, functions with like crime syndicates in, in an undercity and that uh, as a, and kind of thinking about how their relationship and their views of the the upper classes and things like that. So there are a lot of interesting dynamics and I, I'm, I'm super interested in where a season two goes. Um, I actually really I like, like the, the 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 kind of the pre time jump stuff uh i wasn't i was like wasn't really into uh i understand why i think that stuff mm-hmm. is important but once they start getting to the more political dynamics in the second half of the season i was like oh, okay like this this shit is uh super interesting and then some of that kind of falls uh apart a little bit towards the end but overall i think it's like this is like some this is pretty it's pretty good yeah I think this is also the show that realized that made me realize that I I I'm drawn to uh, pink haired female characters. That oh, you're like a, you're punching a, shit. Yeah, you're a vice, <laughs> yeah. Stan. I I was like, what? This is like one's fine, two's starting to look like a pattern, three's three's like, okay, you're into this. Okay. And like between Zarya, who's pink haired, yep. likes punching shit, very strong. Um, I don't know if you've seen Carboneri of the Iron Fortress, but there's a character called Yukina who's like a a oh yes, yep. like operates. She's the one with the back muscles, yep. <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. just like she rolls out one day and she's like, "I want to just do some shit, and it's going to be cool as fuck." And then Vi, who's like pink haired, punching shit, and I'm like, "Oh, clearly I have a character <laughs> yeah, I have like a type. now, <laughs> and it's pink." Are, are you a Sakura um, stand then or now? I I think Sakura is is a very very good character. Yeah, I mean she's not my favorite. Obviously, I I would say I like Sakura. I wouldn't say she's my favorite character. I can't say that in in a series where Rock Lee also. Uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. But I mean, she got uh, pink hair and yeah. she do be like, punching people. She got pink hair and she she certainly do be punching people. And I really like her as a character. Once she's been through the Tsunade training yeah. arc and comes out and is more than just I love Sasuke um and when she starts like being like i'm gonna punch some shit and you're gonna see some horrible stuff happen yeah that's where i was like the, that's it, uh, yeah. the, <laughs> i forget the guy but the puppet fight that's her right Kankuro. that's a very yeah. good that's a very good fight i like that fight so that so the fight that made me like really love naruto was a sakura fight and it was sakura versus ino mm. um at the uh at the uh genin uh is it genin the exam the tuning yeah the genin exam no no the genin oh, one, the one in yeah, the yeah. uh the isolated room um with the statue in the background because there it's the first like tactical fight right um first major tactical fight uh where she's trying to invade her mind and sakura is just like i just need to punch the shit out of this woman because i'm <laughs> mad powerful um well actually no that's before she gets her power. but it, it was that fight that I was like yes this is a good show um but yeah uh i i really enjoyed arcane um i didn't think i would um but you're you're right in all that stuff and there's also stuff around jinx where they both like um 
explore the trauma she's been through, but also kind of brush past it in a way that's uh, that could like rub people the wrong way. I feel like it needs a little more. At times, I was like a little more exploration of this would have been good, mm-hmm. but then they kind of do it. It's un- it feels kind of unfair because they do it through another character who's been on a similar arc, yeah. and they kind of you are like this guy, but her. And you're like, okay, yeah, you know, treat the character as, as her own, yeah. but it's, it's not bad by any stretch of the imagination. It could do with a little more. I think also like the um, the dishonored comparison because of like I think the like from a from a world building standpoint, even then, like it's not just the art style. It's like you know going through the undercity and stuff reminds me of a yeah. lot of like the, the going through like the undercities. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, like cleaner, it's exactly like Dunwall. Yeah, like the upper city is more like a cleaner Dunwall, and then yeah, you got like a yeah. It, it is straight up like but under city is Dunwall and then the city up top is Karnaka. Yeah, like Karnaka. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> that's yeah. that's exactly it's, how it's it is. Basically, wow. It's basically the same. Yeah. And like it's it's also like a universe that has weird technology. Exactly. And, Yo, like and like, yeah, like the, all of the all of the like and, tech yeah. that they use. Is it like steampunky technology? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, Kinda, yeah. It's like yeah. all steampunky right. technology. Mm-hmm. And then the stuff that's happening like elsewhere is a drug that is is being perverted yeah. and and or not perverted truck is that is being used to kind of corrupt people and mm-hmm. you know it's it is like it's it is dishonored like yeah. <laughs> you said like um, i wonder i want to get a dishonored show like this like i think like, arcane is, is that yeah <laughs> like listen yeah. son of a Arca- bitch i'm in <laughs> dishonored arcane studios arcane Okay. Open, your, open your third eye b i mean what, what's eye, his yeah. name kind of looks a lot uh i forget his name in arcane the the villain character but he he kind of looks a lot like one of the, yeah. the two brothers in the first dishonored oh absolutely uh, yeah he's got yeah, like he the same also stature. looks like the outsider a little bit yeah yeah, yeah he, he looks like the outsider as well yeah and and there's the 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 dad at the start of the series looks like beefed up corvo he looks like <laughs> yeah like like yoked corvo also like, right. dude yo jace Ooh. oh oh jace you like, is oh, hot people the show's got a oh lot. yeah everyone's hot <laughs> everyone hot. everyone is hot that's a, that's the thing about Arcane yeah. is everyone is hot too. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. That is it's a it's a. I know Lucy, you're like ah, some things I don't care about right now. No, I do want to. I do want to watch Arcane. It's, I, it's the I think Marvel. You will like it's the Arcane. Star Wars that I'm just yeah. like yeah. But oh, sure, yeah. for sure. I I think like I think it's like eight episodes or something like that. Nine, it's nine. Yeah, nine. Nine episodes. Yeah, you will like it. I think I you really like cannot. Well, you mentioned you've mentioned Dishonored a lot, so yeah, and it really <laughs> cannot <laughs> overstate how gorgeous the animation is like it to me it is yeah. like spider-verse mm. level of like this is oh, this is right. pushing the medium of animation like forward they, yeah, yeah. Some it's like impressive. major impressive and you can ways. tell yeah you can tell that they cared about how it looks because mm-hmm. they do that thing where that spider-verse does where it's like hey we're just gonna take this opportunity this moment to do an artistic flourish and like it will have like a short like um like kind of like the way you approach animatrix or whatever they're like different art styles different um like ways of presenting something like halfway through the series it's like we need a, an important moment and it just turns into like a music yeah, video and you're like oh fights. shit this works really well um yeah they like turn fights into like amv yeah. style yeah, yeah that's kind of cool oh, that's a fight with okay. vine I mean, bar the problem is a lot of the times it's to the tunes of imagine dragons but oh god I, <laughs> it oh, makes you like imagine song, dragons I, I, it makes you like imagine yeah, no no it song. doesn't no it doesn't it no, makes doesn't. you tolerate it's, imagine uh, no. dragons how about that it doesn't work for me in the because they use the same song. They use the song in the in the uh, opening as the opening credits, which I was like, I'm good without this. But when they use it in the show, the actual show, there during a scene, I was like, okay, it works here. I just don't like it yeah. in the. When in Imagine the Dragon shows up in the show uh-huh. for a second, 
yeah yeah leave that i guess the last thing i'll say is that i think maybe it takes itself a little too seriously oh it's trying to do um, like big, i think maybe that's a thing for it's me it's trying to do very like prestigious television like you look at that intro and you're like yeah you guys are trying to do a hill house game of thrones style like look how important right. yes. and big we are and it's like yeah shit i still need to i do think it pulls it off I but kinda, i i kind of yeah. agree where it's like all right i see what you're all are doing you're trying to make yourself look important yeah yeah, I, I kind of like that they f- do that. I'm glad that someone's going for it in that way because like, Castlevania has done a great job of it um, and I feel like it strikes a good balance. But I, I'm willing for people to take their shows a little more seriously so that this is the kind of thing that people will pay attention to. Um, I think the early stuff is also a bit goofy that when they're, um, um, to, they're kind of, uh, they have other members of a certain group hanging out and there's like comic relief and that kind right, of stuff. Right. But in terms of definitely the production and the kind of the way it presents itself, it does have a very like, we're going to be the best animated show on HBO ever. Um, and, and like, it's like, all right, bro, this is a Netflix show. Please chill. Um, uh, but I, I, I'm glad they're doing that, honestly. Um, but yeah, I like it overall. And then video game wise, uh, I've been playing Dark Souls 3. Um, I've been streaming that uh, just for funsies. Uh, I, I, Dark Souls is, I played it when it first came out, um, uh, three, and I haven't returned to it since then. So I'm due a replay. Uh, and I thought, you know what, I'll just give it a go while I'm getting ready, while we're all getting ready for Elden Ring, cause it's gonna be, did you ever do the, the DLCs? I didn't play the DLCs. That's another reason. Well, I didn't They're finish good. the They're DLCs. Also- fucking hard as yeah. shit, especially that second one. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. So I think I'm gonna try and play those as well um but we'll see how we go but dark souls 3 is great like it's just it's it's not my is it it's like it's not my favorite in the souls series i think one is still on top of that but um but it, it is amongst the from software games it rates very highly for me um mm. so i'm enjoying that yeah that's pretty much it anyways let's move on to listener questions <laughs> Uh, if you would like to send in a listener question, you can email us at afterdarkpodcast at gamespot.com or join our Discord. If you want entry to Discord, just DM either me or Lucy and we will um, make sure that you're not wrong and then get you in. Uh, first question. Lucy, can you read that, please? This one's from the one who finally proposed. Hey. Uh, I hey. realized I love the murder mystery movies. Movies like Knives Out and the upcoming Death on the Nile are my shit. That being said, are there any games that have a similar premise? Not sure if I used that word right. You did. Mm-hmm. I think Danganronpa is similar, but am I right in assuming that? Uh, yeah, Danganronpa is a murder mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, Persona 4? Kind of, yeah. Persona 4? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a murder mystery. Yeah, yeah. story-wise, yeah. Murder mystery. Story-wise? Yeah, if, mm-hmm. if you're looking for more of like the that kind of... like a detective work murder mystery aesthetic like detective aesthetic i highly recommend uh the grace attorney chronicles which i just finished mm. over the break oh yeah um, so you tweet about that it's it's really really good um i think i like it as a duology mm-hmm. uh more than the original trilogy like the original trilogy is fucking fantastic but it's also like each game's kind of its own game the duology of ace attorney chronicles is like it has this overarching connecting story between the two and that that big overarching narrative is like really really good and goes in some really interesting Mm -hmm. directions so if you love like big twists if you like uh you know it's got like turn of the century um 
uh, Britain, but like with Japanese. So it kind of gets into a lot of like sort of like political tensions and race race relationships that I think is like really fascinating. The kind of subject matter that games don't typically do. So uh, I think it's it's fantastic. Mm. Um, if that's the vibe you're looking for, um, and it's got uh, my favorite version of Sherlock Holmes, uh, known as Herlock Sholmes. Herlock Sholmes, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Who is like simultaneously? He's like a. They basically portray him as like a a. a bumbling himbo who, who like is like kind of an idiot and you're like who, who is this fucking guy like he can't be like th this is this guy's a complete fraud but then like half the time he actually does get shit right and is like secretly no shit and you're like are you pretending to be stupid on purpose or are you actually stupid but just also really smart like he's a he's a great character that you're just always like what the fuck's this guy doing yeah um, um, yeah i really want to play that because i saw you tweet about it um the death in the family level in Hitman Three is. I was just gonna say, just like the, the second, yeah. the second yeah. level of Hitman Three is play that over and over again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. The the ones that I would probably recommend. I haven't played many of them myself, but I know that there's a few of them here and there that are quite respected. But the Frogwares uh, Sherlock Holmes games, uh, Sherlock Holmes games, they mm. they mm -hmm. look like shitty they are uh, good throwaway, but they are genuinely good so i think the ones you just check reviews but i believe crimes and punishments and the that devil's, is a legit great game yeah and the devil's daughter are supposed to be pretty good um and they released the new one recently 2021 they released chapter one um and yeah. we we gave it a pretty good review mm -hmm. richard wakeling in the uk reviewed that for us and he likes those games then he said it was pretty good it was decent well, it also stars friend of the show mm -hmm. it's got um, our boy uh, Alex in it, yeah. Uh, uh, and then uh, that that team also did the Sinking City, I believe, as well, which has got some fans, mm -hmm. um, people yeah. like that, and uh, it, it's the it's same kind of like uh, detective issue. Uh, if you want, if you want to, if you want to go even further back, uh, you know, there's Ghost Trick and um, what's that murdered soul suspect? Remember that? Yes. Oh my no. god! No. Is that the one with the? Uh... Uh... No, I'm thinking of something else. Uh... It's Square Enix, but if you think about it, yeah. the uh, the uh, the premise is basically, or like the setup is very similar to Mob Psycho 100. Where you're like, really? you're like this detective kid with some sort of you're, you're like this detective with some sort of like mental power, and you're like also I think if I remember correctly, you're haunted you're a ghost. by a ghost. No, I think like you that. are a ghost. Are, are you, you a ghost? You ghost or yeah, um, but um, like it's it's. I remember that game being interesting, if not amazing. But those those are good. Yeah. Uh, yeah the but one if you want to support friends of the show, Alex Jordan is in mm -hmm. Sherlock Holmes Chapter One. Ooh. Uh, the one I would recommend is either Somnium Files if you want that weeb shit. Mm -hmm. I think that's uh, just peep it. It's very good. It's yeah. from uh, the There's same um, same dude who uh, the same similar developers or the same the same director who did uh, Zero Escape and yeah. uh yeah all those zero escape games yeah i was gonna say like yeah. it, it kind of depends on what you look at a lot of this kind of stuff is in the visual novel like point and click genre you very rarely will get like a an action, an action game, like, game yeah. that's also like that but yeah visual novels just looking out for looking at those they generally to be generally tend to be mystery fit i don't know what house of uh, morgana is like but i think it's got a similar kind of oh it, it's mm, that's it's the narrative. That is mo that's more of a psychological thriller, I would yeah. say. Yeah, 
Yeah, but like Danganronpa's, yeah, the Zero Escape games are good. Um, Hotel Dusk, uh, mm-hmm. going yep. a bit further back, that's good. Um, but yeah, might I, think I, might I recommend the Nancy Drew? Yeah, I was just oh, yes. games. There's <laughs> yeah. uh, 30, 33 of them, so you got a lot to work through. Uh, but I think I believe in you. You can do it. Uh, half of them are trash, um, but you know, if you want to hit me up, I can recommend the good ones. You know, I'll say like, yeah, yep. you got to play this one. Got to play. Uh, you know, um, let's see. You want to play Secrets Can Kill, Scarlet Hand, uh, Shadow yeah, Ranch. Okay. Shadow Ranch is all right. Uh, Curse of Blackmore Manor is fantastic. Um, Ghost of Thornton Hall, if you like spooky ghost ones, like they got, they got, Ooh. they got a little bit of everything. So if you want to just, range. yeah, you give me the flavor and like what you're looking for, the vibe. and I can, I can hook you up and give you the vibes. Mm. Uh, Luke, can you take the next one, please? Absolutely. Uh, hey, after that crew, uh, recently the Japanese, uh, is that? Ashi, is that how you say that? Asahi. Asahi. Sorry, I can't. I can't speak words. Uh, recently, the Japanese Asahi TV network held a poll that uh, 50,000 Japanese gamers took part in. Let's see if you can guess which games placed higher on their top 100 list. And this oh, is boy. Kevin from West Hartford sent this to us. So uh, I have the answers here. So we're going to go through and see if we can guess. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one is Super Mario Kart or Super Mario World. Which one placed higher? Which one placed higher? Uh, I'm going to say Mario Kart. I'm going to say Kart. I'll say Kart too, because I think it has wider appeal. Yeah. I think you're right. I'm going to say Kart as well. Okay. Okay. It is Kart. Kart was number 12. And 12? World was all the way down at 97. Damn. Wow, okay. All right. Final Fantasy VII or Chrono Trigger? Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. I think Chrono... I want to say Chrono Trigger just because I think it'll be one of those weird ones where you think it's something like Final Fantasy VII, <laughs> okay. but yeah. it's actually Chrono Trigger. It depends Trigger. on yeah. like you have the a, age. It's a pretty good shot because Toriyama... It, it's Toriyama. Oh, that's Final right. That's yeah. true. Mm. That's true. Um, I'm going to guess the people who like voted were younger, so I'm going to still say Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. The answer is Final Fantasy VII at number three. Hey. Uh, but Chrono Trigger, Chrono Trigger, Chrono Trigger was eight, so pretty close. Oh, oh yeah, okay. okay, that's not too bad. All right, Bloodborne or Dark Souls three? Dark Souls three. Uh, as much as it hurts, damn. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe Dark I, I Souls three. Say, well, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll say Bloodborne. Think, I'm gonna say Bloodborne. I think Dark Souls. Okay. The answer. Well, hold on. Uh, oh. They they flip the order around. So uh, I think it's Dark Souls three because they said Dark Souls three is at thirty nine, and Bloodborne Ooh. was at seventy six. Oh, okay. sorry, sixty seven. Japanese gamers. Oh, What's wrong with you? Fifty thousand Japanese gamers. <laughs> Fifty thousand Japanese gamers used to live here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's a ghost town called Yon. <laughs> um, oh my god! All right, Minecraft or Undertale? I mean. Le Minecraft. I would probably say Minecraft. Say Minecraft too. Because yeah. I don't know. I think is Minecraft big in Japan? Like I don't know. That that's that's the big question, right? Because like I have no context uh, for whether or not Minecraft is big over there. But Minecraft I don't know, is big I, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, but like I, I as much as I'd li- love to say Undertale, Minecraft probably has again broader appeal. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go mm, Minecraft. Me too. 
Uh, oh no, Undertale was at number it, thirteen. Yay! That's a wow. Minecraft that's a, that's a W in and of itself. So there you go. Wait, yeah. Undertale's oh, at what? Pop- Undertale was popular. thirteen, and Minecraft was twenty. Hell yeah! Damn. Damn. You heard it here. Uh, Undertale's better than uh, Bloodborne and Dark Souls three. Minecraft. Damn, that's facts right. wow <laughs> just just, just, just coming for facts. time uh pokemon gold or silver always or pokemon sword and shield uh gold yeah i think silver. it's got it's, it's gotta, gotta say gold silver, silver. Mm, but then recency bias yeah, yeah that, i'm gonna say sword okay. shield Ooh, lucy was right sword and shield was number 14 <sighs> what i knew one of them would be like the yeah, switcher yeah, and uh gold and silver was 30 six mm. damn so slightly above dark they souls three a... uh do you have like mm-hmm. this the top 10 i have the our list of the entire vote so i can give the top 10 um yeah go on oh, wait, but, but first what do you think game? the top game went to or here how about this i list i'll list the top uh nine and then you have to guess number one okay okay, okay. i like that so number 10 was super mario brothers 3 Number mm-hmm. nine was okay. Final Fantasy X. Number eight okay. was Chrono Trigger. Number seven was Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Number Ooh. six was Dragon Quest Three. Five was Splatoon 2. That's kind of a surprising one, but hell yeah. What the hell? Uh, mm. Number four was Animal Crossing New Horizons. Number three was Final Fantasy Seven, And number two was Dragon Quest five i didn't realize five i figured three would have been above five but i figured eight 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 was like the, the yeah i'm the gonna one say yeah i was gonna say dragon quest yeah i'm gonna say dragon quest eight uh, i'm split was... between dragon quest eight and three five two but i think it's dragon quest i'm gonna Wait. say um so i think i'm gonna play it safe and i'm gonna say final fantasy 14 okay <laughs> dragon quest 11 <laughs> okay you were all wrong the answer is the legend of zelda breath of the wild Oh, oh. I, if I were to pick a Zelda, I would. I don't know if I'd pick Breath of the Wild, as, but I guess like I mean the fact that Sword and Shield is so popular, and you have Splatoon two and Animal Crossing New Horizons on there. I think it speaks to the Switches. Yeah, you got a couple weird ones. Mm-hmm. Like Eleven was Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, which is probably the least popular of the Pokemon's in America. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like. huh? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple couple interesting ones. Uh, Ocarina was seventeen. Metal Gear Solid three was eighteen. So. That's the most popular of the Metal Gears there. Uh, Hell yeah, for good reason. Yeah. And then uh, Persona 3 uh, barely squeaked the top uh, at number 100. So they can oh, go Persona geez. 3 there at Yay. least. Damn. All the Personas are actually Wait, pretty low. Uh, 4 is number 98, and 5 uh, was 93. So Persona's kind of low in Japan. Uh, per- wow. Persona's not as popular as you think. It's actually a pretty small series. No, uh, yeah. SMT is more popular, but even then it's That's like, true. I wonder if any SMTs are there. Yeah, still. No, there's actually no SMTs on this list at all. No. <laughs> Rip. Damn, hate to see it. Anyway, that was cool. Yeah, thank you to Kevin for that. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was cool. Like um, there's no more questions, but there's just the word damn in the doc. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I typed that in because it was before we, y'all put questions on the doc. Right. <laughs> it's damn. Anyways, thank you for listening to the first episode of the GameSpot After Dark podcast of 2022. Um, Lucy, where can people find you and what you're up to? I'm on Twitter at Lucy James Games. I'm currently streaming Metal Gear Solid, uh, twitch.tv slash Lucy James Games. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 6 p.m. PT. 
Um, I am saving those highlights. I'll probably put them up on YouTube as well. Um, and in terms of work stuff, uh, got a new episode of Very Online Show coming mm-hmm. out next week. And other stuff I'm working on won't come out for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. But I am working on it. Jean-Luc. Please be excited. Uh, you can what find me you? at Jean-Luc Seipke, uh Just working on some stuff in the background. Got a couple minor small games uh, that I could talk about next week. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Just nothing hard set, but just thinking about, you know, what we can do for this year to elevate our stuff, our live content, uh, maybe the podcast, what we can do with that. So nothing. I'm not promising anything, but just saying we're we're thinking about it. We're thinking about stuff, you know. Love it. Michael, where are you at? What are you doing? You can find me and all of my bullshit at Michael P. Hyam on Twitter. Uh, and if you want Final Fantasy fourteen coverage, you know where to go, baby. That's fanbyte.com. Hit video game website, fanbyte.com. And uh, I forgot to say this during when we were talking about Arcane, but I want to ask everyone, do you like Imagine Dragons? No. No, I'm not doing this. Imagine dragging these nuts in your mouth. (laughs) Yeah. Peace, motherfuckers. You can't be using that three-year-old one, man. You've got to come up with your new new ones. Uh, Come on. Get a grip. This man goes to fanbite and becomes absolutely mediocre. (laughs) God damn. Wow. (laughs) Jesus. Uh... Uh, you can find me on Twitter at H, um, and I'm also on Twitch at twitch.tv. I'm also going to be streaming Metal Gear Solid this week, as well as a, I mean, by the time you listen to this. Actually, no, when you listen, if you listen to this on Friday morning, you can catch that stream later today. Yeah. But um, I'm also- I was going to say, if you want to watch someone, I don't know, plant C4 in a room where someone is- wired to a bomb you can literally watch my i was like how is she doing this i was like there's she's smarter than this and she planted this no, C4 and i was like oh my god she she was like the c4 in this room this. maybe i can use the c4 I was like, oh, oh I, I need to watch so, this so yeah if you if you want to watch someone um someone in my chat was like lucy is the epitome of uh, fuck around and find out playing Metal Gear. <laughs> if you want to watch some actual like really good gameplay with a lot of like lore and um love for the franchise and stuff watch tams uh-huh. Uh, speedrun it. Having said that, I don't think I can speedrun it. I hate I hate speedrunning games. It upsets me. Um, oh, I'm bad at it. And also, like, I'm mm. one of those people who's like, I'm going to set out this wall texture for a little while. It looks really nice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm doing that. And I'm also I'm going to do a Lego building stream. And it's, it's weird shit's happening. But oh. then uh, I'm also doing uh, stuff in the background here. It's that part of the year where we're doing a lot of prep. Um, February is going to be a wild mm. month with a lot of games <gasps> and reviews, so just trying to get that sorted out as quickly as possible. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, if you're listening to us, please make a little bit of time to head over to Spotify and review the podcast. They recently introduced a review mm-hmm. functionality, and all you've got to do is basically listen to one of the episodes, or you can just hit played on it, and you're good. And then it will allow you to review it. Give us a review, five stars, uh, and uh, or whatever the metric is, the rubric is. Essential. Um, yeah, essential. Uh, and uh, that helps us out significantly. And if you're not on Spotify, just whatever, you know, whatever you, wherever you are, just hit a review. Give us a review on it. Go to mm-hmm. iTunes, wherever it may be. Um, yeah, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Peace. Bye.